whether you eat or drink. Whatever you do. 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 Or whatever you do. Do all to the glory of God. Welcome to Whatever You Do. I'm Danny. And I'm Abby. We're just best friends trying to figure out how to bring glory to God in whatever you do. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's the 10th day of Christmas today. For the Browns. For our one little family. I guess the Johnsons do 12 days of Christmas still too, but just in a different way. Yeah. Because they give a present to their kids, like one one present for one kid per day or something. Yeah. So they're still on day 10 of Christmas also, but... Happy New Year! We're over Christmas. <laughs> it's 2020. Yeah. And we're going to have babies this year. Yeah, we are. It's really a real thing that's happening. We're coming to you from laying in my bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> had lots of excitement. Well, I mean, I guess not that much. But I, when I say excitement, I guess I'm mostly thinking of the fact that now you have a dog. <laughs> Tim doesn't sleep in your bed anymore. (laughs) We did get our puppy. Olive is her name. And she struggled at night. Yeah. So I was struggling at night with insomnia. And then we got a puppy. And Tim started sleeping out in his office with the puppy. To help her. And then I started sleeping wonderfully. <laughs> and so now it's on... Today's been a week since having her. No, nine days. Eight days since having her. And I've had a good, solid week of rest. Tim has not. <laughs> he doesn't get to be in his bed. And he's trying to take care of a puppy. Who has not been feeling good the last couple of nights and has been crying most of the night so hopefully he'll get a little bit of sleep tonight i really hope but i don't know i'm not confident of it so she's not crying yet so she never is though oh this is always a good part this of the is night. always a fine part of the night and the day is always fine but yeah so that's been interesting and exciting how are you feeling about at this point now, I mean, besides the like crying at night, how do you feel like I don't get the impression at this point that you feel like you drastically made a huge mistake that you're really hating. But I don't know if you feel mm-hmm. that way and you're just not expressing it because there's no there is turning a, back. There or, is a level of I have moments of like, what did we do? Why did I think this? But. It all comes back down to, like, this was my thing. Like, I wanted this for the kids. And so there's no... I can't let myself go down that road because I'm like, well, this is where we're at. (laughs) Right. So there's no sense in feeling... uh, Like, letting myself feel any Mm -hmm. regret because... Do do you feel like, overall, your kids are enjoying her to a level that makes you feel like that makes it worth it um arrow yeah <laughs> yes i think they, At least arrow they is. are i think 
yeah, it, there's just aspects that Graceland really, really wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. But she's, I think she liked, she likes the idea of these types of she things. She does really like her, though. She yeah. does spend a lot of time. Does she? Out of every anyone, she spends the most time playing with her. I wasn't and sure if she's as much of a dog. Uh, animal lover is Kenzie because I feel like well no no one is Kenzie see uh, Kenzie just like really really loves animals so the she's definitely that not that level I mean in like she, I feel like there's things that Olive does that still kind of freak her like when she like barks at her or like yeah. growls at her when she tries to pick her up to, like put her in her cage or something yeah she definitely gets very like oh, I don't like that at all yeah um but I feel like overall she has really enjoyed having her. having her, and I think she'll just enjoy having her more more once she's trained and older. all of that. So they're both older, yeah. So well, that's good. It's been good. I try not to think about <laughs> how I'm feeling about it now versus like how I'll be feeling about it when I'm like in labor and having to like have that extra aspect to think about or like when I've just had a baby having that extra aspect it's really probably not gonna be until like you have a one month old baby I feel like during labor and when you've like just barely had the baby it's sort of like you can if maybe you're not yeah you're probably not like me I was gonna say I'm just kind of, I just force myself to kind of shut off, like, whatever is going on outside of my room Mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, well, like, everything could be falling to pieces out there. Yeah, but I I just just, always feel bad for Tim. mm. Like, I'm always, like, then I feel bad to be, like, can you bring me some food or, like, you know. So I'm always, like, feeling like he has too much going on that even asking him to bring me some water feels like you know I feel bad for him but I feel like your kids are older this time you could yeah make more of a schedule for them to help do some of those things for you mm-hmm. yeah and that wouldn't be a bad idea yeah. like especially like if something basic like bring you water like right Cade Graceland they can Sayla could even handle that job yeah and it would be good to have time with them mm-hmm. too you know, where they come in and snuggle me and the baby and yeah. So yeah, I'm sure Tim will have the dog completely trained by the time the baby's a month old. Oh, <laughs> maybe. I'm saying that kind of sarcastic. I know. That's two nights ago. It's feeling really good about the progress we've been making. Mm, yeah, but. Then she kind of had a couple rough nights. She had some real rough nights that I'm like, oh no, this is not good. But it makes me more thankful that I'm not quite 37 weeks yet and not that I'm like 39 weeks or something because that would just feel like a lot. I need a couple more weeks to like make my house a little more stable. Yeah. Because right now it still feels like every day it's a big. Yes, but you feel like, okay, I've got a little more time. Yes. So. Yes. Yep. Let's talk about the fact that 
your baby is still singing slash yelling in his bed right now. Arrow J. (laughs) He has currently been in his bed for almost two hours and just not. How long ago? When did he go down for his nap? Like one. Oh. And you said you he got he got up. He got up at like three thirty, which is a shorter nap for him too. Right. Hmm. So it should not be any reason why he's still awake. But yep. He is nonetheless. Which makes it He has it feel no like... longer been climbing out of his crib though. Well that's great news. That first night he did four times and we disciplined him each time for it and then he That's he great stands news. there like you know he wants to. But I think he just has very clearly gotten the message. Well, that's good because you've had other boys who have... I.E. Calvary. ...needed a lot more disciplining yes. and really yeah. could care less. I mean, they care, but... That's why I told Tim tonight when he keeps, like, standing up. Like, we need to start just disciplining him for, like, not laying down and trying to go to sleep because... He throws all of his, like, blankets Mm. out and... Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard, though, because it feels like to take the time to do that when there's other kids in there also trying to go to sleep. Right. And... Yep. uh, At least the other boys seem like they're sleeping through this part. Yes. They do pretty decently. I feel like now that we don't nap Calvary anymore, it is made... He just falls asleep so fast and stays asleep all night and... Yeah. And I've been really enjoying having... I'm glad we moved Arrow over, even though there's aspects of it that are really annoying. Having just a whole bedroom to, like, start trying to prepare things and even just having an empty bedroom that there's nothing that needs to be going on. Like, I just sometimes that sit in there and... not a catastrophe and yeah. needing Not to... that it's even, like, well-organized right now No, at all, I just mean it's not to like... To just go in there in a room with, like, just a rocking chair and, and a, yeah, kid clothes that need to be put away or put yeah. in dirty clothes or... Yeah. So I've also kind of enjoyed having that space, too. So... I turned 39 weeks. Yesterday. Yesterday. By the time you listen to this, it will be two days ago. And... (laughs) I... was feeling, like, more labory the last couple of mornings, but by... Like, right now, I don't feel any... I feel like, oh, it's going to be a really long time before I have the baby. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's kind of been a weird, almost like a reversal of things for me. Because usually I feel like I wake up in the morning feeling, like in past pregnancies, I feel like I wake up in the morning feeling like, oh, nothing happened and I feel fine. And then throughout the day I might have like some contractions and I might go to bed like thinking like maybe I'll go into labor tonight. And then, but I feel like with this, the the pattern the last couple of days has been, I go to bed feeling fine and it's not until like sometime like later in the night that I 
I feel like I must, I don't even know this for sure. I mean, I do from last night, but like I must have some contractions like while I'm sleeping that aren't enough to really wake me up. But then I wake up in the morning feeling really like labory and it's a really weird feeling because mm -hmm. it's strange to wake up in the morning thinking like, am I going to go into labor today? Because I just don't naturally think about like in going into labor yeah. in the daytime right. yes and then usually by like after lunch it's starting to go away and then by the evening it's like oh like I feel like I walked over here and was like felt totally yeah like I could go on a mile walk and it wouldn't it wouldn't feel like where in the mornings I feel like I get up from my bed and walk to the bathroom and I'm like oh, oh no start having contractions and yeah so it's just been a different yeah experience but i think the fact that it's now less than 3 weeks to 42 weeks uh-huh is like a new i can't really imagine that i'll go to 42 weeks and I, I know I could, but it just doesn't I, feel likely yeah. that I would go to 42 weeks or go past that. Like, it's not like a yeah. lot of people do. Right. And so then knowing that it's like only in the two and a half, less than three week time range to that feels like, oh, this is really, yeah, really getting closer. I don't even feel like it'll be that long. Yeah. I just trying to stay in that balance of the most being prepared annoying part. for it for it to be tonight but at the same time being, being prepared for it to be three weeks for from now to not be tonight and be yeah. content it's such a hard way. place to be it mentally really, really is uh, and on top of physically like when your body is going through things on and off but still nonetheless going through different like aspects of shifting and changing Plus, then you add the, like, mental games to that. It's so hard. When you're, like, sitting down. We were talking about meal planning. When you're, like, sitting down to look at your schedule. And I think, for me, obviously, well, for like, for both of us, for anyone, but when you have, like, so many people in your family that you're knowing need to be taken care of and... Right. And schedules have to be, you know, you've got different things going on. And it's like, well, I might feel fine on this day to drive and do that. Like, to might be, feel, might be feeling great on Monday morning to go to Costco and get all my groceries. And mm -hmm. like, or I could have a new baby. I could be like two days postpartum on Monday. Like, right. Yes. So it feels just, so hard to make any sort of plans or commitments but you have to you have to have a plan for if you don't have the baby but then it just feels really hard to like then you also kind of want to have a plan for if you do have the baby right yeah so that's the the fun place i'm in these days but the good news is I have very normal amounts of amniotic fluid this time. You definitely look so much more comfortable than you did with Deke. I definitely feel so much more comfortable than I did with Deke. Yeah. It has been a huge blessing not to have that be a struggle of feeling like I can't move. I feel like it's just been in the last like day or two that I even feel like it's 
semi-hard for me to, like, get out of bed to go yeah. to the bathroom. And it's not even that bad, but it's, like, you know, I might have to put a little extra effort into, yeah. like, getting up. And for that to not be till 39 weeks when I feel like that was, at like, 34 weeks with Deke when I yeah. was already yeah. measuring, like, so Bigger. to put it in perspective... I'm basically measuring 39 centimeters at 39 weeks. And with Deke, 34 weeks, I was measuring 43 centimeters. So I was measuring that much bigger five weeks earlier. Right. Which was really unpleasant. Yeah. And you've been doing a lot better as far as, like, there was a... Those brief couple of weeks where your heart was being kind of more yeah racy and your blood pressure was kind of being out of whack and you were yep. being kind of headachy and I feel like all of that has really that has resolved, resolved and, and gotten a lot better. I'm really thankful that yeah yeah I've been ha- I've had a lot more. I don't remember having as many round ligament pain and issues as I have this pregnancy. Like, I do in the beginning when things are, like, growing and shifting a lot, like, in the first half of the pregnancy. But this point in the pregnancy, I feel like... I think it's just can be, like, how many babies you've had and how you're carrying and a lot of those types of things. I remember having the worst and most round ligament pain with Brinley, which was my fourth pregnancy. Not that it's, like, a certain number of pregnancies, but, like... Yeah. I feel like I do have more amniotic fluid this time, too. Yes. You're measuring a little... You're measuring on now, but you've had times... But it just feels like there's a lot of fluid that I'm... I don't know if that plays into it, but, I mean, like, last night, I was woken up probably like five or six times with like the shooting like needing to turn over but you like can't because you can't move like pains I'm like yeah and it's like every side no matter what like it just kept switching back and forth by laying on that side and I'm like this is so annoying and why like (laughs) being at such close stages in pregnancy like you saying that like makes you feel round ligament like pains. you almost like I like want to <laughs> hold on to my round ligament it's like don't start hurting <laughs> it's the worst like <laughs> most awkwardly uncomfortable thing yeah so it's true but how else have you been feeling how have you been preparing for having labor for labor for meeting Finn? Um, well, we finally set the birth tub up in our room. We moved Deke out of the girls' room so we could move my nursing chair into the girls' room where we will eventually set up the crib again. We'll move Once we take the tub down, we'll move my chair back into our room and put up another crib in there for Finn. But for now, we had to move that chair out to get space, so Deke got to go in with the big boys. He's still been doing that well? Yeah. he. It's really cute. Sometimes when he gets up from his nap, 
I'll take him out of his crib and he has to point at each bed like mm-hmm. tell whose bed it is like Titus and Archer Aww. and Embers and Casey and Riken I'm like and where's Diki's bed and he'll point at it go at mine Aww. at mine <laughs> that's um, so cute so he is enjoying being in there I think and which is really nice when you never quite I always get a little bit of like is this going to be sad for them or hard for them? Right. Right. And I, I asked the girls, like, are you guys sad that Deke's moving out of your room? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay. I'm feeling emotional about this, but I guess everybody else is handling it really well. They're like, we're not by ourselves or anything, and there's going to be another baby in here really soon. I'm like, it's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, you've been sleeping in here with Deke for almost two years and they're like yeah whatever it's fine (laughs) okay um so we've kind of gotten that ready and I do think I mean a few days ago I don't feel like much was going on with my body at all and it was really getting hard for me to even comprehend that I was getting close to having a baby. I didn't yeah. feel ready at all. Felt like it was really going to catch me off guard if I went into labor. Yeah. Um, so I'm thankful that I've started to have some... I don't feel like anything I've experienced is major or like makes me think that I will have... For sure have him soon. Like, r- like within the week, but it feels more possible uh-huh. than it did a few days ago when I felt like there's no way. Nothing happening. Yeah. So I am thankful. I'm grateful that it seems like God is just kind of helping to prepare me slowly, but I'm not to this level of feeling incredibly antsy and just, I mean, there's moments when I'm, when my body feels the most like labory done and I'm tired, then that's the time that I, I struggle the most with feeling antsy of like let's not, just do this or stop do, making yeah, me feel this way or just I also I feel like it's hard it's hard to think like I've been really grateful like yesterday morning Chip just let me stay in bed and he made me breakfast and he took care of everything with the kids and but it feels like, well, I can't do this every day if I'm going to be pregnant for right. two more weeks. Right. But yeah. I also feel like if I push through and don't take the time when I'm feeling like I need it, and he's willing to right. be doing that, like, it's hard because it's like, well, I could have the baby in, like, two days, and then it wouldn't be super inappropriate that I'm like, right. resting and preparing for this. Right. So it's just back to that, like, yeah, I, I feel like he's going to get real. I mean, he's, he'd be fine, but I, I would feel bad if I feel like every day you were like, bring me my breakfast. <laughs> I refuse to just get out keep of bed. laying here and reading things and napping and checking Facebook and yeah. You can just do everything out there in the but house. Thankfully, I feel like God definitely gives us days of feeling like that and really do needing that. But 
even in like all the experience I've had with like pajama labor, I feel like he does give days of like feeling well, pretty, I feel normal, pretty and normal and like motivated it would just feel and, weird to stay in bed and like yes. you know. So. Yeah, so that's why I'm just trying to kind of trying to be careful. But not, it's hard to plan anything. Well, and the men- mental aspect of it, like you don't want to get into this sort of lazy, unmotivated mindset. Just right. because you have days, it's you have to be careful to follow more of the physical leads. Yeah. Because it can be easy to get into a kind of a, like, well, I feel fine, but I still really just kind of want to... Lay here and not take care of my It still feels like there's some effort involved in having to yeah. get up and think about what I need to do. So I'm trying to just be careful and intentional Yeah, about that of... Taking the time to rest or nap or whatever if I really need to, but also still trying to keep some motivation up for the other times. Yeah. Not get too lazy. So. So what are some, like, what's typical for you in, like, your labors, like, tools or techniques that you use? For, like, comfort and labor. Obviously water. the water and the tub. Yes. Water, like, if I didn't feel like we could get the tub filled up in time, I feel like I'd be in the shower or in the regular bath. Like, I feel like uh-huh. some sort of water or even just, like, heat. If I couldn't get water for some reason, I feel like I'd want, like, a heat pack warmed up. Like, uh-huh. something. And then I was really thinking about it and... I really do think that for the most part, I just sort of internalize a lot of, uh, I, when I think about having like the really strong contractions leading up to before I get in the birth tub, like I just want to like lay completely still, have my eyes closed. I don't want anyone to like be talking or doing anything. Uh Just like... I'm just going to lay here and pretend this is going to be over real fast and yeah. like breathe. And I, I, I don't feel like I want people while I'm having a contraction to be like, even like reading scripture or something like that would be like, I want to kick you in the face. <laughs> like, no. Which is so funny because it's so different than me. Yes. Yeah. We're very Even like we labor very, very differently. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I really realized that until recently. But even like touching you, like I, I don't feel like that's like brings comfort to you at all to have like. It just depends. I do remember in my labor, if I, especially if I can't have water, like. I'm not in the water. So when I had my labor with Brinley, I remember my aunt being there. And it was very specifically like my aunt because I felt like she would under understand what I was like asking and wanting without me having uh-huh. to really convey, like say very much or do very much. But like I needed the counter, the counter pressure on my back, not even like pressure necessarily, but like counter 
sensation. Uh-huh. Um, but there was, like, a weird... I can't remember which was first, but, like... At one point in the labor, I wanted really fast rubbing. Like, I needed it to be fast. Uh-huh. And then at a different point, though, it, like, shifted and I needed it s- slow. It was either that way or the opposite way around. Okay. But it was, like... I think... I think it was first that I wanted the fast, and then as it got even more intense, I just wanted pressure, uh-huh. and the fast was, like, too overwhelming. But I'd been asking for the fast, so then they did that, and I was like, no, 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 you can't do that. Like, just just have your hands there, like I just yeah. needed. Um, but that was, like, I didn't even have uh, the shower, the bathroom in that labor room was so far away. Like, the, like it was a huge room, and it was just, like, I, I didn't get in the water at all like any sort of water Mm. that was so I do feel like in that instance like you did use more touch was helpful for that but it still had to be very specific and not like just a comforting like like stroking my arm or something would have been like I mean it's kind of funny to me because when I watch the end of like the birth the part of the the last like two minutes where Deke Uh was born Uh uh-huh there is one point where you like reach out and touch my arm and kind of yeah but i feel like by that point that didn't bother me at all i don't even feel like i knew you did it yeah. like yeah i feel like i was just in that place of like i was so focused on like me and my baby uh-huh. and him coming out and that kind of people could have done like different things that i you wouldn't have even noticed yeah yeah but otherwise i don't feel like i'm I do being able to hold Chip's hands and like squeeze like I I feel like I look for hands a lot and I want hands that I feel like I can it was it was hard for me when my mom was the one when I was having Archer because she's got like small hands and I've got like big yeah hands yes. and I felt like I was gonna like crush her hands to death <laughs> so I felt like I was having to put this mental energy into like being gentle and careful even though I felt like I needed like yeah. that's a huge energy release uh-huh. outpouring for me during contractions is to like squeeze so whether if I don't have someone's hands to squeeze and I'm in the uh-huh. tub I feel like I'm gripping like yes the side of the tub yeah. really strongly and like that's where like a lot of that is going to yeah. but I would prefer it to be another person and someone with large hands <laughs> chip is like the one that I feel like right, yeah is obviously. easiest just because I don't yes. yeah I feel like no level of squeeze isn't gonna make him yeah even if it does i feel like get over it i don't i'm not saying i don't (laughs) care in the sense that i don't care but like he can handle it and i love him and he loves me and i don't feel like i feel like he's willing to take that for me and yeah so yeah um that's probably like the number one thing that I want him therefore is to his be hands. able to hold his hands. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like that's an easy thing yeah. for him to do that he doesn't feel uncomfortable with and feels like he can easily Tim would love it if that was the job I required of him in my labors. <laughs> but no. He has a lot more of 
physically demanding aspects that he has to be involved in. He reads a lot of scripture. He prays a lot, but he usually has like very hard back counter pressure jobs that he has to do that require a lot of energy, especially when my labors they're not long, but they're not have all of have you needed back pressure with all of them? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that so much with Cal. Um well, when I was having Cal, the position I was in would not have I know, but I'm thinking allowed. even like the harder labor when you were like in the tub and stuff, I don't feel like yeah, you I don't remember. I actually don't remember that as much with Calvary and he was the one who was born posterior. Which is really interesting. Because Arrow wasn't born posterior and I need a lot of counter pressure on my back with Arrow huh. at the end. Yeah, that's really different. Yeah. So I don't know. I did also with Cade, I remember. Okay. Want a counter pressure on my back, but I just don't have super short labors, and so it also... I don't feel like they're long. N- well, some of them have been, but I'm just yes. saying, like, The last aspects, several, like, five-hour labors are not, like... Are fine, but I just yeah. feel like it's not this, like, all I need Tim there for is one hour of holding hands. It's a different level yeah. physically for him than mm-hmm. that. For sure. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. We'll see. So, again, this is just that that weird time where you... It's so normal to want to go to your past experiences, even a conglomeration of all of them, and just think, this is... It's going to contain... It's going to be a lot like this, or even like like one of these experiences, and trying to remember that it might not be. Yes. Can be really hard to remember. Right. And I mean, I've even heard of people who have always loved water births and then have one where they like that's they feel totally uncomfortable in the water and it catches, you know, like even things like that, that it'll just makes me wonder how it's definitely been the hardest part of letting go of trying to take control of the process and plan it all out and have like a specific day. I mean I remember with all of our first babies with because my doctor was so open to stripping my membranes and and things it we'd like sit down with the calendar and like well, if I went and had my membrane stripped this day and it works, like, it'd be really nice for, like... Yeah. It's just very easy when you're looking at interventions and inductions and things to really... Ch- you Even if you're doing it in a really mild way where it's not, like, a formal, I'm going to the hospital and being induced. Right. It's still, like, even if you're, like, going to take castor oil or you're going to have your membrane stripped or whatever, it's easy to get in this mentality of like well what would work out best and be most convenient and kind of get a plan and like well I'm gonna make sure I like vacuum that day and have everything like yep laid out and ready just in case and so I do feel still very much like that was the hardest thing with switching over to a less like I mean just like a not hands-on intervention type trying to induce labor type approach to 
just waiting for it to happen whenever it would happen right with archer and it's continue i don't feel like it's gotten a lot easier <laughs> you know i think it's still the same of like ah yeah just kind of wish i knew when this was right gonna happen but and with my home births i've also felt this extra level of beyond just normal nesting that I care so much more about my house being clean than I would in if you like, were going to the hospital right, like or, knew you were going to the hospital right, if, like with my hospital births I feel like it just didn't feel like as I mean I wanted my house like picked up and tidied and clean but it was just well a especially level. the spaces that you're going to be in like yes. in the bathrooms in your room and yeah like not having a clutter around and yeah Yes. Which also feels just really hard to, like, maintain the level in which you want it to be when, clean when you're, like, how many weeks do you have to actually maintain this for? Like, And it's hard enough just to, like, get up and make lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. But that's what I mean by, like... Yeah. It's just hard to... My mom bought us a Groupon for cleaning... You're like, what day do I use this? Right, for Christmas. And I've been like, well, using it at 38 weeks feels like, well, this would be nice because it would for sure, like. Hopefully be within, like. It would just for sure be done before I have the baby. But I'm also like, but then if I go to 40 weeks and it was like two weeks ago, it's all just going to be gross again. And it just always feels like that. That's how I'm feeling right now about the fact that I. I was just thinking today that I had really wanted to go and get a pedicure that I've had a gift certificate since my birthday in July that I was like, oh, I'll save it and go before uh-huh. I have the baby. And I'm realizing like over the next couple of days, I don't really have any time to fit it in. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll get a chance to use it and maybe I won't. But if I don't, it's going to feel kind of like a letdown of like, yeah. I just saved this for six months and <laughs> I didn't even ever. Yeah. I always get go since I was pregnant with Selah. It's been like Grayson and I's tradition to go right before I have the next baby to get pedicures together. And so last time when I was pregnant with Arrow, I did it with Selah and Graceland. So this time Graceland's been like, when are we getting our pedicures? And I'm like, I just don't want to get it like so early. And so I'm like looking at like dates and stuff and I'm like, I'd rather do it the like week I'm turning 39 weeks than the week I'm turning 38 weeks. And right. Yeah. It's just, but it just always feels like that. So hard to you know. You just never know. You might just miss it. We have been noticing a trend. There's been there several. There has been a very weird several trend. moms that I wouldn't say they're like my good friends, but I'm acquainted with and friends on Facebook with, and that are have been having their babies super early. By super early, we mean like in the thirty-eight week range. Which, which, when if you're not being induced or not doing anything like stripping membranes or anything, that feels really early to just go into labor right on your own. Yes. Like it just isn't the norm at all. It's what everyone wants and thinks is the norm, but it's not. Right. 
So when there's been and like, when we what? say several, I think we're just talking about five, five in the last like week. Yes, that have all had like one was like just over thirty six weeks. Yes, yeah. and then the rest were. I'd say all. I'm pretty sure all of them were under thirty nine weeks. Or yes, yeah. One of them maybe might have been right at thirty nine weeks. So it just mm, feels super less. weird. Yeah. Yep. So that even more confuses us. Like, should we be preparing, gearing for... up for an earlier yeah. baby than we would normally think we'd have? But yeah. other people's experiences don't really dictate what ours will be. So yes, it's true. Yeah. Another thing I'm really excited about is that we, I don't know if we've mentioned this or not, maybe we did, but we both hired our friend I don't think we did. to be a postpartum doula for us. Um, yeah. She does, she attends births and um, we're not having, like, she, we didn't hire her to be our midwife, but she's got other moms do around the same time as us and... Um, but we still felt like we really wanted to incorporate incorporate her in some way, and she feels really passionate about just the postpartum period and yeah. really encouraging the mom to rest and to treat that time as um, just really. I don't love using this term, but a sacred time. I don't know how else, but like a set apart time, right. like yeah. Um, I think it's really been interesting to me. I started to think about it a little bit after Archer, who was my seventh baby, but I didn't do a good job of it at all. And then I feel like after Deke, my last baby was the first time I actually tried to put into practice really taking that time and resting and really healing after birth. And I think now... I've been watching the moms around me and I feel so sad. I feel so sad for them. I feel sad sad for myself and my own experience after so many of my babies and how quickly our culture rushes through, like bouncing back and and sees it as this like goal to not just in it's I think need to have the time. And it's hard. It's hard. I would say it's very hard work for some of us, not for all of us, but for some of us, it's very hard work to rest and to be slow down that much and just be with our baby and not jump back into social things quickly. Yeah. But there's been a lot of moms at our church who are back with their babies really quickly I mean you know like one and two week old babies and moms who have had c-sections and I'm not saying any of this as like a judgment other than that it just knowing the toll that it takes on your body and I think that the reason why we do that is because we've lost a lot of the art of really caring for each other and nurturing each other in our in our homes and in our space and and seeing the need for how we can come around women 
in their time of rest. And right. so it makes women, f- if they do try to take that time, it can make them feel really isolated and alone. And and so they push themselves to be at these things and to be back like with gatherings and be right. out because they don't want to feel like they're just alone and isolated. Right. Um, so our friend who we hired to be a postpartum doula is really passionate about trying to support and care for women in that time of rest and make them not feel alone and make them um, just feel cared for and um, so I'm really looking forward to that yeah Um, we didn't really know we sort of it wasn't even really a thing she did and we were kind of like hey what do you think about this idea and yeah um, so then it kind of kick-started her into being excited about that and offering that more. offering that as a service she is willing to provide and so she kind of put together a little package and we just saw that and went over it with her and um, so I think that's something that I've as funny as it sounds like that is making me prepare more for my birth even uh-huh. and like be excited about having my baby because yeah it's making me think about that time those like first six weeks and knowing that even after the first couple of weeks that there's like these things that like three weeks and four weeks and six weeks these days these moments right. where I get to like what she's doing is having one visit she's doing week for see, six she, weeks well it's not quite because it's a 24 oh, yeah. hour visit right. a four day visit but it's six visits it's six visits yeah the first two are like there's two in the first week and then I think right. like a three week and then a four week and a six week or something like that yeah but it it kind of makes you feel like as you're coming out of that like really getting to rest and just be yeah that you have these days and these moments and these times to look forward to to just be nourished and yeah. And cared for and be able to still like slow down for a second and and think like, okay, like this is time as I'm transitioning back into kind of normal life and yeah. But some of the things she offers are going to be like baths where she like draws you an herbal bath and brings you a like golden turmeric drink or golden milk yep. whatever it is belly binding and massage so those types of things that are where you know I might not I might even if I try to set aside the first couple of weeks to rest I might not at four weeks really right. yes. set that side of time that time aside that side of time <laughs> time aside to to take uh, an herbal bath or whatever but by her kind of planning to to help do that and it just I think it will be nice and yeah definitely so that's gonna be exciting yeah should we mention the 
the different things she offers that <laughs> What's the difference? That we've never tried before. Oh, the Yanni steam? Yeah. She steams your crotch. <laughs> I was wondering what word you were going <laughs> to fill in there. I'm actually looking forward to trying it, especially having someone else prepare it all for me. Yeah, I don't I don't know <laughs> what I think about it and how I'll feel about it. But thankfully you'll get to try it out first. It's true. I mean, but I might love it and you might hate it. It's so. very true. I feel like I like a lot of weird things that most people don't like, so Yeah. Like acupuncture. I feel like you like feel like it feels good. I mean it either feels good or it feels like it nothing. Like, it doesn't. I don't feel like it, like, hurts really bad, but I feel like it's definitely, like, tender and... The whole time? Not the whole time. I, this one spot on my <laughs> foot, though, that she did today uh-huh. is, like, still hurts. Oh. Yeah, no. It didn't hurt when she was doing it, but huh. ever since she took the needle out, it's been, like, it feels like the needle's still there and, like... That's strange. I know. One time it felt like there was still a needle in my hip, and there was. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me before, too. <laughs> like, man, that's a really irritating spot. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. <laughs> I mean, this was like three hours after I got home. Oh, really? It was really in there a long time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in your hip, too. That just feels like a... You would have think you it would have gotten knocked out much sooner, but <laughs> or you would have noticed much sooner. Something, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I also like my teeth getting yeah scraped at the dentist. It puts me to sleep. Yeah, there are a lot of weird things like that that I enjoy. So I'm expecting I'll probably enjoy my yawny steam. Probably. I feel like whenever I hear about weird things like womb massages, like everybody who complains about getting their like uterus like yes, yes, rubbed this is another after perfect birth, example. that everybody's yeah, that's like the that's the worst feeling in the world. That's horrible, and you're and like, oh, I kind of like, like it. I like want to rub my own uterus, and like I'm happy. I mean, even when you like palpate my baby to like feel him, I feel like. You do it in a way that is not like really hard. Gentle. <laughs> I, because, because you do I that feel to like yourself. I can do it to myself, and it's. I feel not, like you just have different. I like levels it. Like, of like if somebody, it's like the person who does my chiropractic uh-huh. stuff. I like have given her full permission to like <laughs> rub my belly and like feel my baby as much. as... And you know she's not like necessarily a gentle person, no. and it's like one of my favorite things. Like, I feel like I love like ah oh, like really hard rubbing on my stomach like while I'm pregnant. Like, it feels good. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> but it's not as it doesn't feel as good when I have to do it to myself. But I feel like I'm the only one who. Chip doesn't want to give you belly massages. No. <laughs> Sometimes I make him. He. I don't know which he would. I make him rub my feet too. He hates feet. Does he? Yes. I've never known this. Oh yeah. Is That's that why part of why he likes. All the time? Yes. <laughs> yes, he doesn't like feet. So. Like they gross him out. 
Um, I don't know. We'd have to ask him. I just know he doesn't like him. And I know he will give me like, he'll rub my feet with lotion. If I'm like, like, will you please, please do this? I know Uh you really don't want to like he will, but it's like a sacrifice for him to do that. Even if I've just like come out of the bath and they're like, like they can be like perfectly like spotlessly clean and he's still like I feel like if they're not clean I don't even ask him like (laughs) I don't even feel like he would (laughs) be okay with that there's no level of enough love for that but yeah so that's one area that I'm kind of like that's how Tim feels when it comes to like checking someone's pulse or like blood, <laughs> blood pressure. I don't. Or I asked him to help me rub my round ligaments one time, and he was like gagging. He couldn't. He can't. I saw him do it know. once. I know he d- does not. Yeah. Enjoy that at all. Yeah, I don't know how Chip would feel about taking a pulse. Would it? What about Tim for like listening to like the baby's heartbeat? Mm, that wouldn't be as know, bad. Because I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. He just doesn't like that. The like, feeling of the, like the. Yeah. So like when he gets his blood pressure taken, it's, it's like, like torture. Torture. I love that feeling. Again, of course. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. No one likes that feeling. No one does. I don't hate it like Tim. No one likes it except you. I think it's so like waiting for it to like start. Boom, boom. And then, like, waiting for it to go away is, like... I mean, I like watching my blood be drawn. Like, I like it. Yeah, I I know. I'm sure this is just... So, yeah, I'm sure you're not going to have any issues with the Yanni steam. (laughs) (laughs) Well... This could be our last podcast. Both being pregnant. I was like, is this our last one? (laughs) This is our last one. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Once we have babies, I don't know if we can do this anymore. Yes, it might be our last one. Pregnant. We didn't even know. You guys should just, A, we didn't even know if we were going to pull this one out. Even though we've we lost missed, out on you we last know week. we've been Sorry. S- sort of lagging behind. And B, when we were planning to do this, we thought it might have to be a real short one. So those of you who like our over hour versions and you're disappointed that it's ending at 55 I was going to be happy with 20 minutes, so. Oh, well, I... I was thinking more the 30 minute range, but <laughs> but you should just not complain that we didn't give you a real long episode because this feels like gave you double something. the time we were shooting for. So, yep. Anyway, that's kind of we'll keep you updated where we're at in life right now. Yep. Maybe the next episode can be straight from your bed. Maybe it can be straight from my labor. Yes. Abby's we'll gonna go bring face- the I'm gonna secretly Facebook live on our Facebook page, Danny the Labor. <laughs> Good luck getting past Chip with that one. Oh Chip would have no idea. It's true. <laughs> Except that he's gonna listen to this podcast, yeah. so now he's well, gonna be watching, watching your my phone. phone. 
It'd be more exciting if you brought the microphone in there and... Danny, tell me how that one's feeling. Listen to me moan through contractions. <laughs> yep. Anyway, thanks for listening. Goodbye.